previously on Little Bit Leave It. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Little Bit Leave It, the podcast where we talk Love Island, UK in the USA. My name is Ben, and with me today is... That's right, and we're not going to be doing a regular episode today. We've got a special episode because... Why are we have a special episode? Because we're going on vacation! That's right. We will be back next week with a regular episode, uh, or maybe two weeks with a regular episode. We'll see, but we'll definitely have good, fun, bonus episodes and special content for you guys. So thanks for listening, and we hope you guys are having a great end to your summer. Bye-bye! Well, thank you for sticking with us. And thanks for not sticking it on us. Thwap. So welcome back to Spoils of Love. Yes, the after show to the podcast you just finished up. We're going to be talking about the second episode of Love Island, What Happened Next, which is the three episode series that was released late summer, early fall 2020. If you have not listened to the previous Boys of Love, we talk about the first episode and you could start there if you want to hear about seasons one and two and what happened to those casts. Yeah, they're on YouTube. Definitely go and find them. Yeah, they are a really good watch. We certainly really enjoyed catching up with Love Islanders past. So today we're going to be talking about episode two, which covers seasons three and four of Love Island. And just like episode one, it brings us in with a bang with the two uber Love Islanders. When I close my eyes and think of Love Island, these are the two people I think of. Obviously, they are the guys who inspired the name of this podcast. Season three is our favorite season. So this was an easy episode for us to like. It was very easy for them to get us to think this would be the best episode. This one's really good. Yeah, this is probably one of my favorite love stories from Love Island. And they even say as much that they didn't expect to be one of the great bonds formed on this show. They say, we went to Love Island and we didn't find romantic love, but we found a different kind of love. And that rang very true as the guys get together in Kem's restaurant. What did you take away from that conversation? They both look great. You know, Kem's doing that thing where he sculpts his beard to make his chin look bigger and give himself a stronger jaw. Well, it's working. I don't think there's any problem with his jaw before, but he looked good. His hair looked really nice. It was a little bit more styled and a little bit more, it was a little more grown up. And I bet he didn't even cut it himself. No, he probably didn't have to. Yeah, he actually mentions he's no longer a barber. I don't think you could work in a salon after that kind of experience, after that kind of fame. What are you going to do? Be like, next day, sorry, I missed work yesterday, boss. I was on a red carpet. Both of them seem a lot more mature. Yeah, it was nice watching them grow on the show. And then obviously you continue growing. So that was what, 2017? 
Yeah, and they even say that that show kind of made us mature, made us more into men. Yeah, well, Ken was only 20, and he acknowledges how young he and Amber were, and it wasn't ever going to work for real. Yeah, he's still so young, man. You know, to own a restaurant at 24? Well, yeah, certain opportunities come to you when you go onto Love Island and then get the podcast and get the other TV appearances and all that. He's a mini celebrity. Aw, he's mini. No, that's not what I meant. He is mini. Not what I meant. Shout out to the short people. Yeah, yeah. I don't mean to clown on short folks at all. This scene was probably one of the highlights of the episode. One of my very favorite moments is when Kem says, don't get the pizza on the floor because the floors are brand new. And and a few seconds later, what does Chris do? He drops pizza on the floor and laughs about it. Yep. But he does pick it up. Yes. Yeah, you know, they're like the odd couple. The neat one and the messy one. Chris is very single. Ladies, in case you were wondering. This scene, that both of them come across as really natural. That is in contrast to the next scene we get. Oof. Yeah, oof is a little right. We see Dom and Jess. I actually like them both on the show and off the show, but this really was off-putting for some reason. What did you think? She said, oh, I finally made you a country boy. And he was like, yeah, (laughs) country. So he's isolated as fuck out there in the country. He's from Manchester, so I'm sure he's used to a more urban lifestyle. Yeah, he seems very unhappy. He seemed kind of like a hostage. Yeah, and she was mean to him. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you're on a huge TV show. Don't be mean to each other for like 20 seconds. Yeah, something just felt off about the whole thing. Though I did notice that Dom genuinely seemed to enjoy playing with his kid. I think he is a good dad. I think he probably is not happy where they're living. And I bet we'll see something about them moving in the future. The next thing we see is not actually a live catch up with Camilla and Jamie. They show this whole video montage that makes us think we're going to get Camilla and Jamie. And they just give us an update and they don't actually give us Camilla and Jamie, which was really disappointing. Yeah, I mean, you can go on Instagram and watch videos of them that they make themselves. I can get more information there than I can get here. There was nothing insider here. Right. The magic of these shows anyway is not the videos. It's when we see the people interact again, you know? So the next people we actually see are Sam and Marcel. Sam looked good. I mean, not good, but he doesn't look like he smells bad anymore. No, now he is a TV star, right? On Geordie Shore. Yeah, he was on six or seven seasons of it. Yeah, that's quite a career, I guess. I still don't want to watch it because Sam is definitely not one of my favorite Love Islanders. No, me too. I never really got the appeal, especially when they brought him back. Oh, he double looked like he smelled like lunch meat. Yeah, why did the public bring him back? That was such a mystery to me. I mean, I guess he's funny. He doesn't seem like a bad person, but those are hardly resounding endorsements. One thing we learn is that the Blazin' Squad has made a big comeback as a result of Love Island. At the crossroads! Yeah, the guys who were a boy band, kind of hip-hop, R&B boy band that covered Bone Thugs and Harmony. And now they're a man band who covers Bone Thugs and Harmony. Well, they have some new songs of their own now. 
I think they're trying to make it legit. And they had been actually their last couple of go-rounds, I believe, using all original music. They show some clips from his videos. We see the guys drinking beers, kind of celebrating their mutual successes. I'm not sure if these guys are actually friends outside the show, though. It doesn't really seem like the next group. So there's an amazing picture on Marcel's Insta. And he's wearing a shirt that says, I used to be in Blazing Squad. And then his son is wearing a onesie that says, my dad used to be in the Blazing Squad. And I love it. And it is so important that we can laugh at ourselves. I think he's probably got a little bit of an ego, but it's good to see him laughing at himself. Riding that phrase all the way to the bank. Yeah, I agree. Cute baby. But you do get the sense in this scene that Sam and Marcel may not actually hang out outside of the show. No, probably not. And that's in real contrast to the next group, which is Olivia, Amber, and Georgia. Yeah, this was fun. I wanted to be a member of this little party. Olivia has probably had one or two more surgeries. Yeah, there's been a lot of questionable plastic surgery, especially in these episodes. All of these young women who are still young, who are all very beautiful, keep getting procedures that make them look old. They look like old women trying to regain their youth rather than beautiful young women maybe doing a nip or a tuck or a pinch. Like, look, I'm not judging anybody. You want to get a little bit of Botox? Like, whatever, get a little bit of Botox. But some of these nose jobs, these cheeks, these lips, I feel like it does the opposite. You know, and I'm not trying to get into anybody's like mental health or, you know, they're so upset because they don't like the way their nose looks. But like plastic surgery is supposed to make you look better, not worse. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I agree. Amber looks great. Yeah, what did you think of Amber? Amber looked fantastic. She's super successful in the West End and she's coming to, isn't she coming to Broadway? I don't know. She's going on tour. Okay, so Amber's going on tour. She met Dolly Parton. She met Dolly Parton, which is very cool because she was in 9 to 5. I'm happy for her. If she came to Broadway and it was a show I was interested in, I would go just for the novelty. Yeah, Georgia Harrison. This was the person who was a little surprising to be included in this group because I don't really think of her as a major part of season three, except for, of course, that one very, very memorable recoupling scene. Funny that she's sitting here with Amber hanging out. She looks the same. She's the only one who's dressed for Love Island. Everyone else is dressed like more sedately. Yeah. Or more afternoony. And Georgia looks ready to go down for sexy sex positions or passing cocktails mouth to mouth. Georgia's ready. Now, since the show, Georgia has become a regular contestant on an MTV reality series called The Challenge, which is, for those of you who are of our vintage or near it, an evolution of the real world road rules challenge. From way back in the day, season 37 will be starting in the near future as of this recording. Well, alrighty then. Yeah. So she's been on several seasons of that, and she is another person who got much more famous after Love Island, kind of like Sam, who we just saw. Yeah, she also won an MMA fight. That I did not know before seeing this episode. So nine months ago, good job, Georgia. I hope you're still fighting. I hope you're still punching people because isn't that fun? Yeah. Also, we mentioned Olivia was getting married. Wasn't she on a reality show then? Wasn't she promoting her show that she's doing about getting married? Yeah, she's got a show right now called Olivia Meets Her Match. It's, I think, maybe the fourth one after Love Island. 
The first two, I think, were with Chris. Yes. Because they had a couple shows together. And then I think this is her second show solo, maybe even her third. So for season three, is there anybody you wish that you had seen? Because that's all we get for season three. Who do you think is missing from the roundup? I think they did a pretty good job. I would have liked to have seen Montana. She was always smart. She was always witty. I'm curious as to what she's doing now. I suppose I could just go look on the internet, but you know, it would have been nice to see her interact with some of the other girls or even just a little video. Yeah, I wouldn't have minded something like a Montana and Camilla meetup would have been pretty cool, right? Yeah, that would have been fun. Yeah. Maybe that's what they were doing. Maybe Ian asked them to be on his show and they were like, nah, we're just going to go get a drink without you. That would be very much their style. For me, the person who is a major season three character who is missing, obviously, it's Johnny. Ooh, Johnny. You could have seen Johnny and Tyler together or Johnny with Cam and Chris would have been an interesting third to come meet them after they've had some time, just the two of them. I thought yeah, that I was going to say, cool. you don't just throw Johnny in that mix. You need to let Cam and Chris have that moment. Yeah. Or Marcel would have been fun with them too. And then they could have wrapped. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. It would have been nice to see Johnny. Yeah. Johnny. Yeah, though he does have that redemption arc, in my opinion, with Theo coming Fake. in. Fake. No, it's, we don't have to endorse everything the guy says or did to recognize the arc of his character. He gets a redemption at the end. Look, I don't care if he single-handedly defeats Bowser and rescues the princess. I am not ever going to support this Johnny guy. Okay, okay. Johnny of the puffy nipples and the blinky eyes. But let's move on to season four, where we've got five girls all getting together. To open the scene, we've got Samira, Georgia, Megan, Zara, and Danny, and they're all kind of walking down a country road. Yeah, it's Danny's baby shower. I have to say, I I was excited for the scene, and it didn't really get anywhere interesting. These are some of my favorites from season four. I love Samira, Georgia, Megan, and Danny are all people I'm interested in in general, and I just thought it was boring. Yeah, we do learn that Zara, Samira, Aeol and Wes were all on X Factor together. And then we also see Megan with a very bad haircut. Yeah, let's talk about Megan for a second. Okay. Even though I knew she was already out, she casually mentions that she's bisexual. And all the girls are like, oh, finally. Well, I think she had come out previously and they sounded like they did know or at least most of them knew it wasn't a surprise to them but i think it was probably the first time they heard her just speak about it yeah i don't think that these girls hang out no that was the sense i got it's one thing to put something on the internet or to say something in an article it's another thing to look your friend in the eye and say oh hey bt dubs while i was being bisexual the other day I said, Is that what she said? She's like, so the other day I was just being a little bisexual as I as I do. She does have a bisexual bob. Yeah, the haircut. The I haircut. Guess. I so bet she's bringing it back. Nice. And nice I bet job. she sits funny in chairs. And I bet you she pegs her jeans or cuffs her jeans. Wow. It's a thing. That's about the most interesting thing that happens in this scene. And then we get an even less interesting update from Sam Bird. Who's got big eyebrows now, if you haven't seen those, you should go check out his eyebrows. Yeah, he got cyberbullied after season four about his eyebrows. 
So he changed them. They got bigger. They do look a little better. But he had them by the time of the Christmas reunion. So if you've seen the Christmas reunion, you've seen his new eyebrows. No, he looks better. They look better now, yeah. They look better now. He looks... He looks more overall himself. He feels more integrated as a person. At the Christmas reunion, actually, they were so big. They were kind of ridiculous, right? Yeah, I think he's found his eyebrow happy place. Yeah. Eyebrows are the key to the soul. The eyebrows are the key to the soul. The eyebrows are the most important part of the face, right? That's what Nas says. He says they're the most important part of the face. And Shanice, right? Then we move to some type of estate or something, and we see Jack, original Jack Fincham, with Dr. Alex and Laura. Yeah, another really boring conversation. Although, I do think the flirting between Laura and Jack was quite intriguing. Yeah, Laura, even worse than Olivia, I thought it was hard to look at Laura, personally. I also don't take Jack seriously with this whole boxing thing why do you hate jack i don't hate jack i just don't take him seriously i can't take anything he says seriously why because he's just transparently inauthentic i guess so who is he not being then if who if who he's being is not who he is then who is he being and who is he i don't know i can't answer that question only jack can answer that question hon only jack So I don't think Jack is actually going to seriously be a boxer, but... But I want to know if Jack and Laura went on a date. It is interesting, though, how Georgia and Jack both pursue these celebrity fighting things. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Georgia isn't particularly good looking or particularly interesting so i can understand why she might have better luck on that but i thought jack was definitely like charismatic and definitely good looking maybe not the same way these other bohunks are good looking but jack is definitely good looking you think he could get you know a presenter job yeah exactly i i would not have necessarily expected him to go the boxing route but I maybe agree. i'm just a jerk and people enjoy doing that but Georgia, though, it kind of fits in with her whole MTV's The Challenge persona. Yeah, she's sporty. Yeah. But Jack, I don't quite get it. He's probably one of the least fit, and I mean that in the American sense, not the British sense. He's one of the least fit people to ever be on Love Island, I feel like. Well, that was a while ago, a few years ago. You can change your body in you know, over three years. He's young. Oh, sure. I'm not saying he's not capable of it. I he's... just think in terms of the brand and the image that he seemed to be developing for himself, the kind of Jack the Lad salesman, I'll, I can sell anything type of pitch, you know? Again, it's been four years. So maybe three at the time of recording. I am talking myself out of this idea that he is super inauthentic and brand conscious. Because if he was, maybe he would have continued going down that route. And this is truly what he wants to do is be a boxer. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Jack, I hope you find your happiness. Yeah. I don't wish the guy any ill. I just can't take him seriously. No, the man sold pens and paper in the mid-2010s. He actually was one of the better parts of that season, if I'm being honest. And when he wasn't with Danny, he was a pleasure to watch. Yeah. Then. I just talked you into Pro Jack. Yeah, you you did. There you go. Then we've got New Jack. And he's hanging out with his buds, Josh 
Aeol and Wes, and these guys actually do look like they hang out together outside the show, and they've got a lot of photos to prove it. Yeah, they're buds. It was a fun vibe. These guys all have great personalities. They all brought a lot to the show. It was nice to see them just ripping on each other with a little bit more freedom than Love Island would provide. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I also thought it was funny how they were updating each other on their lives but in a way that you could tell they all knew all of these things about each other already they were just saying them for the camera i thought that was kind of amusing yeah well i guess they have to make it fit into form and if you haven't heard it do check out wes's new single he talks about his record deal in this segment and i'll say i actually liked the song it's better than that page turley song that we reviewed all the way back in episode two or three. Josh is a soccer commentator for Sky Sports, right? Yep. But I think Eyal, so these are, you know, this is pretty high company. Eyal went on a humanitarian trip to the Philippines. Good for Eyal. Which, right, after one of the hurricanes or one of the storms. I have to just think, though, like, did he fuck his way through the Philippines while he was cleaning up? Because I feel like he probably did. It sounds very in character. Most of what I know about Eyal, in fact, Everything I know about AL comes from my browsing of the Love Island subreddit, and it appears that he's basically just a social media influencer and model and just hangs out with other social media influencers and models, and he's as shallow as ever. Well, at least he knew what Brexit was. You know, I'll say this. He may be very shallow, but a lot of people would fuck their way through the Philippines Without also building some houses. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Credit where credit is due. Right? And he got played on the show. I don't think he was playing anybody. I think he got played. Megan played him. Uh, Yeah, Megan played him. I did not love the way that he treated Dr. Alex. Yes. Holding Dr. Alex to one standard of behavior and himself to another lower one. Yeah, but that's not indicative of being a bad person. Oh, no, not at all. That's youth and ego and being in Sexy Island. Yeah. So that does it for season four. Who do you wish they had caught up with? How would you have liked to have seen that person presented? I would like to see... You know, they really did a good job of getting a lot of people together, I have to say. There was one person who was notably absent. And while my blood pressure was thankful for it, I do think they were remiss in not having Adam fuckboy C on. Even though I hate him, I would like to see him with me punching him in the face. No, but really, who would you have liked to see him interact with? The other prisoners at fuckboy prison? A dominatrix? I'll tell you what, I, I would have liked to have seen Adam in a room and one at a time first they bring in kendall and then 30 seconds later they bring in rosie and 30 seconds later they bring in zara and then 30 seconds later they bring in daryl was the fourth one daryl yeah right all four all four women plus adam would have been very funny it would have been but i think it would have also been really unsatisfying and probably really cringy because unless he's become a better person i just imagine him like grimace smiling and oh yeah no faking his way i'm half kidding i know i would have liked to see him and dr alex because they were friends on the show that would have been really interesting how about sinking in quicksand 
How about hanging by one finger off a cliff over the ocean and there's sharks and alligators circling? Okay, moving on. I would have liked to have seen Haley. Haley is the person I think was missing. And just because she is so freaking funny. Just go to the UKIP page. I'm sure you can find her there. The UKIP are the UK alt-right. Yeah, they are a white nationalist party in the UK. And after the show, because of the whole Brexit thing and Haley not knowing what it did. Does that, does that mean he won't have any more trees? Yeah, and or about holidays to Europe. She, she was a little confused about how, how it all worked. Yeah, literally. I think how it all worked. So UKIP took advantage of that. And now Nigel Farage invited her to try to, I guess, get some promotion among the youth for the leave position and invited Haley for some type of video around why Brexit was going to be such a great thing. Unclear how much Haley really knew what was going on, but I'll tell you, given what we know about a lot of the people on Love Island, it would not surprise me if she was politically conservative, because a lot of them are. Well, when you don't have the training or the braining to think for yourself, it's really easy to fall into step with bad ideas. Yeah, sure. That's to some extent. And then there are others who are on the show and probably come from families that are more conservative families, either because they are culturally or economically predisposed toward those beliefs. Yes. All the royalty, all the peers. No, I'm just talking about like Dr. Alex comes from what they call middle class in the UK, but we would consider like upper, upper middle class here in the US. Right. Well, I was thinking about Ollie and Charlie and... Oh, yeah. Well, those guys, Johnny, right? Johnny. Those guys, definitely. Shauna, Connor with a G. But yeah, Haley is the only one, I think, who's appeared in a video with Nigel Farage. So Thus far. Yeah. And babe, I think that we've just about exhausted ourselves. Yeah. It's 830. Oh, It's time for bed. Oh, we're so tired. Well, thank you for sticking around. Next time, we will be talking about the final episode of love island what happened next i got a lot more notes on this one the next one is gonna be banging so we will catch you later and we are gonna end what with a toast end with a toast okay good times good vibes good people good times good vibes good people that's how kevin chris okay anything kevin chris do i'm in oh good times good vibes good people Good night and good riddance. Is it time to move out of mom's basement? Indude.com is the number one website for chill jobs, like working at a weed dispensary or a video game store. If they might ask you to take a drug test, cut your hair, or remove your piercings, you won't find them on Indude.com, man. We only list cool jobs. Awesome! Current listings include mini golf attendant, bowling alley cashier, and arcade manager. Sweet! Apply now for summer lifeguard positions. And if you act quick, you might snag a job at one of the country's last remaining video rental stores. The only catch is you'll have to move to Montana. No way! So the next time someone tells you to get a job, you can be all like, I'm in, dude. Indude.com. Jobs you can hang with.